Todd Mack. And I'm Joe Dorowski. We're the hosts of the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we discuss a great character in a great story. If you listen to us, your fancy will be tickled. And your thoughts will be provoked. One reviewer described us as fanboys with PhDs. Our discussions cast a wide net, alternating between TV, comics, films, and novels. In one episode, we may discuss a Spanish telenovela, and the next week, an American superhero comic. That was January 2016. Or one week, we might discuss a Japanese manga, and the following week, a Jane Austen novel. That was October 2016. Check out the Protagonist Podcast. Great characters and great stories. Everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, and we're doing it a minute at a time, as always. I am Scott Toffee with me again uh, on this, God, what is it, Thursday for Minute, what is this, 19? <laughs> Our regular host. You're lost already? Chris O'Connor. Grab some men. <laughs> Rachel Gatlin. I don't want to grab any men. And Adam Sheehan. Uh, I have no opinion about grabbing the men. <laughs> and and our, the only one that wants to grab men are fine. <laughs> God bless. Most most excellent guest host who I will not confer a nickname upon today like I did yesterday, because apparently it makes him feel uncomfortable. Mr. Scott Corelli. Dandelion. <laughs> uh, so you're a fan of this minute, I take it, Scott. Uh-huh. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> uh, no, there, I, I I love this. This was um, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about these these stupid dandelions. But like this this scene, this is the first scene that I think of when I think of this movie. There's yes. something about this that just <laughs> it just burned itself into my child brain. And like this was the scene that I I just was always like. Dandelion, like just like the way like he said it. I think we just became best friends because, like, yeah. uh, you know how anytime you're deciding to watch a movie, like you land on one, and there's like always one or two scenes that pop into your head. This is always the first one. Just like yeah. the professor holding the dandelion is just like tattooed in my brain mm. as the. the that freeze frame of this movie. It has something like it to would, it has something to do with too, like the the satisfying crunch of tearing yes. the stock off. Yes. Like celery. Yeah, it's like celery. All right. Well, yeah, so let's good. let's save all that for when we get there. We'll so intro the good. minute. Um <laughs> so this minute starts with uh April finishing her question. How do you like your uh, no, sorry, starts with Freddie asking the question, uh, what were you gonna ask him? And it ends with uh Freddie finding a a giant dandelion. Well, he's smelling dandelion. it. Thank you, Scott. That's what I was waiting for. Um, <laughs> dandelion. But I was I was going to say a minute ago, I think this is like the scene that's always on when you turn this movie on on television or when yes. you did when it played on TV. It's like, oh, <laughs> yes. it starts at this scene. Like yeah. you can always miss the first, you know, 15 minutes, but this is where the movie really starts. Oh, it's man, I always hated missing out in. on the I always hated missing out on the mall scene, though, because it's so fun when you're a kid. And oh, here yeah. you are again, joining us for minutes 17, 18, whatever, and you missed out Spain on the, the mall scene. Shucks. That's true. That's true. It's very true. Um, I still want my uh, Funny Mikey's uh, Combat Cole Cuts t-shirt with a <laughs> subtitle that says, you want a pickle, I'll give you a pickle. <laughs> funny Mikey! <laughs> Let's go um, grab some men. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Episode title. Done. Um, so Freddie asks April the question, you know, what are you going to ask him? And her answer is kind of weird. She says, I don't know, but I'm paid to be mysterious. Like, okay, what, what was she going to ask him? Hmm. And what does How that do mean? I'm being that? paid to be mysterious. Yeah. What? What journalist is paid to be mysterious? That's the opposite like, of what you're paid for. You're you're supposed to like demystify things. I don't yeah. think I've ever caught that line before. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> think I've ever been paying attention. I think I've always been distracted by how poorly he's winding these cables. <laughs> so he is. Yeah. Even it's as like an, who is actually paid to be mysterious. Mm. Even as an yeah, eight-year-old, you were like, "He's wrapping those yeah, cables wrong." <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, know you know that this cable wrapping business is distracting gigolos, when I'm when I'm on. Are paid to be mysterious when I'm on the side <laughs> of the the guy with the with the man t- b- ponytail and the mustache when I'm the on 90s his side. Tale, yeah. yeah, when I'm yeah. on his side <laughs> in this exchange, you know that like he's. This I I really don't like Freddie. I, I don't think I've ever sided with anyone with a ponytail and a mustache. We're gonna just call him Pony Stash. A pony Stash? Yeah. Pony, pony Stash. stash. Yeah, it like, looks like he walked off the set of the Deuce. I like how the, this this guy with the ponytail, who's like clearly, I guess, at least a step higher than this kid, is just like, "Give me the cables, I'll I'll do it," and then mm-hmm. just throws them in the van. Like, God, you were doing a terrible job. They're so messed up, I can't even untangle them. Like, well, he's probably, throwing, he's probably throwing them down just to like start over. On the on the yeah. roll, you know, yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> wind. So so back to the question asked. I always interpreted it as this: that April was going to ask Perry something about the origin of the turtles, and like, hey, is it possible that you could have made four giant mutant turtles out of this stuff? That um, seems unlikely. I know, and then I sort of think my way back around to it. And I'm like, but she hasn't heard, you know, the fact that tgri is connected to the turtles like splinter hasn't told that story yet so she wouldn't know yet so i'm always kind of like i'm on the fence about like what what's going through her head here what was the next question she was going to ask but i do feel like it was probably something about like you know something that ties into the turtle mythology i think she had a question something about like if this could have affected her friend's origin story somehow at least that's what i want to think yeah i mean she's probably a good enough reporter to to do that i don't know or she was going to ask how mysterious, on a scale of one to ten, how mysterious do you take me as? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Freddie takes the cables and just screws up that job royally. But he doesn't seem to be terribly interested in doing his job well. And then... Uh, yeah, it's not the point. No, not the point. After uh, he's, got, he's got another job to do well. Yeah, after Pony Stash tosses them into the van we get this crane shot and we start to see you know the, the scale of this cleanup we have a bunch of uh you know windowless white vans and a couple of i couple love of, i love these guys in the canoe that just seem to be like <laughs> yeah, hanging yeah, out just hanging out in the water they're just on their lunch break <laughs> yeah so this is just a pool right one of them's like, got is, a ukulele <laughs> this isn't a lake this isn't like a, this is some man-made body of water behind a factory. This is like the employee pool, or it's like mm. a retention pond, like just mm. to hold excess water or something. Mm-hmm. Possibly, I suppose. Um, it is just a fun body of water out in the middle of nowhere in Bayonne, um, <laughs> allegedly. But we get these two guys who are in quite a hurry, you know, jogging their way up this hill. This one dude and- is running like a total dork. <laughs> Which it's a dude, waste management emergency. 
you take the ugly one. No, you take the ugly one. Which one's the dork, Adam? <laughs> well, the, the shorter guy. Like, he's he's running the way a baby first learns to walk. Like, it looks like he's continuously <laughs> falling forward the whole time. Yes. <laughs> like, he's just, a, he's just been tripping. Like, he tripped, like, seven <laughs> times and is just trying to catch up to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, my, I see my, what you're saying. My favorite thing about this moment is that he he walks up and then immediately pulls out his tape measure to measure the dandelions as if dandelions, <laughs> just visually, just visually, as if dandelions <laughs> being this large isn't abnormal. He has to measure it to make sure. Well, he de- he needs the satisfying sound of the tape measure and then just like he should have muttered under his breath. Yeah, those are way too big. Seventeen point two five inches. He does something similar. He says he's like, Oh, how did we miss this? Like you have to measure it before I, I just think it's amazing. Like what would you have done if you didn't have your tape measure? Would he have gone back and gotten it? Like, he would have he would have held up like his his uh, index finger and thumb and been like, all right, that's about six inches. How am I supposed doink. to know how big these are supposed to be without my tape measure? Yeah, he'd see them. He's like, is this normal for dandelions? Are they usually this big? I don't look. The I, other I, thing, I'm sure. from. Can, the, can we blow these away? I'm from the city. I don't really see things like this very often. <laughs> I've done never seen a flower before. <laughs> What's this pretty smelly thing? Um, also, not but, for nothing, but you know, you know, the one thing that I will say about these dandelion props is that they are not to scale. Like, <laughs> they, they should no. be, they, they should be like, like I don't know, six, really tall. Yeah, like six feet tall. If they're going to be, if the tops of them are going to be this big, they should be about six feet tall. Like <laughs> yeah, the stops. Th- these are like the size of like a small sunflower. Yeah, that means- yeah, they look a lot like sunflowers. Yeah. they're not very. Uh, they 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 don't have like the. They're not the fuzzy. sort of like pod shape. Yeah, they're not fuzzy. Yeah, well, they're not the little fuzzballs. Yeah. and 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 the uh, uh, the other question I have is mutagen. We we've, we've always been told that mutagen makes you take on uh, the sort of uh, properties of the beings that you were most recently in contact with. Like the turtles were in contact with the humans, so they became more human like. As was Splinter. Uh, and the dandelions were just in contact with what grass? other tall grass. Or, or well, what if was, this guy, uh, this guy turns into a weird dandelion monster later on? Like mm-hmm. if this was the 2012 Nickelodeon cartoon, that's absolutely what would happen. Michelangelo would have an awesome. Man. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a, it's sort of like a fundamental misunderstanding of, of like, and, and, you know, the execs making this movie, not really caring that much just really wanting to make a movie that they can make money on um because yeah, yeah it seems in in the context not internally of, consistent right in the context of this particular movie it seems that the mutagen just makes normal things bigger mm. like that's that's all, all right. it does is it made normal turtles into bigger turtles and a normal rat into a bigger rat and <laughs> the talking is just a plus, I guess. Well, their brains know. are bigger. So. Well, we don't right. know yet if these dandelions can talk. That's true. <laughs> That's never given that established. Oh my God, does this guy pain. straight up murder a Oh God, <laughs> somebody, somebody please take this minute and when they rip one of those tan- dandelions off, it just starts screaming. And wait, then all wait, the wait, other wait, wait. dandelions oh, are crying. It needs to be Homer Simpson's scream. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, I have a family. <laughs> <laughs> the little one in the foreground is like, "Mom!" <laughs> the other guy, the other guy takes it, and put he, some googly eyes on him. Fre- Freddie rips it off, and it screams, and he just smells it and says, "Dandelion." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> ignoring the screams. I just, oh I, my I, God. I love, love these props. Like somewhere there was a prop shop who just had the best time making these giant dandelions. Oh yeah. So I was curious. So I, I Googled um, the vegetation around uh, Fukushima Ooh, where they had that yeah. nuclear disaster a number yeah. of years yeah. ago. Mutations like this don't happen um, that close to a disaster like that, but there have been a few like daisies with two um, pollen centers and uh, moths with smaller than average wings or frogs with extra legs. It's on a small scale, but right. we don't know yet what the long-term effects will be. I don't think we'll have three foot tall dandelions, but but we can hope we can probably hope. won't. No. Cause I mean, we have, we have another example to look to and that's Chernobyl. Chernobyl and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's been, you know, going for decades. And what they've noticed is like for plant life, um, you know, some plant life is, is, uh, vulnerable to the radiation and, and suffers and dies. But interestingly, like a lot of plants are, are able to, uh, well, some plants are able to thrive in radioactive environments. I think it has something to do with like the fact that vegetation has cell walls yeah. uh, it might make a difference in their ability to survive in the situation. Yeah. But we, we but, don't uh, know yet what, unfortunately they don't get huge. Yeah, what's going to happen like 10 years after Fukushima, but it's not good. I don't know. Mm. Unless it results in giant crime fighting turtles. That and, I mean, okay so it. far it's like cancer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's also, not nearly as fun. No. Anyone who's ever picked a dandelion, there's like, there's like a, a goo on the inside. Yeah. Right. Do you think do you think the goo that's in these dandelions oh, no. is more of the ooze? Maybe. No. Like hmm. I think it'd be cool I mean, if like it's not- it was dripping out the bottom as he was running away. No, it's not like the turtles have like ooze for blood. Yeah, but they're not dandelions. So yeah. I think it's I think Rant- it's I you know, I think it's like just plant like liquid. I don't know. You know, like when you there's, there's like there's like a wetness in there. I don't know what 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 yeah, it's moist. Is, kid, it's most mostly moisture. Water. Yeah, it's moisture. This is a this is a confession, but as a kid, I used to think that was Elmer's glue, and that's just where Elmer's glue came from. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you know, that's better than horses. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought they squeezed it out of the stalks of dandelions. Adam, how many times on the schoolyard did you find dandelions and tear one off and smell it and say dandelion? <laughs> <laughs> I did that all the time. <laughs> and all your friends were like, yeah, Scott. <laughs> Don't yes. talk we to just him. leave him alone. <laughs> In fact, I, I, I almost blame this scene for my seasonal allergies uh, because I constantly <laughs> did that. And I think rather than building up a tolerance, I think I caused my allergies. <laughs> but anyway, we get a really great line from, uh, from this little scientist. He says, grab some men. <laughs> where back in the like, 90s when you could do a, that how many, such a useful line how many and where and how hard <laughs> sir wow. I'm not comfortable with that statement before you run off I have a lot more questions <laughs> <laughs> do I be more specific <laughs> should I call HR <laughs> I'm fairly convinced it's 1991 there is no HR true, true. I, I'm fairly convinced that this little nerdy dweeby guy um, I, I think this actor was in Back to the Future the Ride I'm like oh I'm like 90% really? sure he was in Back to the Future the Ride well hang on let's see he, I'm gonna pull up uh some some well one of is this the right wait did I click the right guy 
Hang on. Oh, I clicked the wrong guy. I want TGRI assistant. So I looked at the three people listed in IMDb as uh, TGRI assistants. And unfortunately, none of them had particularly long careers. I don't know which one this is. Uh, assistant one didn't do much. TGRI worker didn't do much at all. Basically, this was the last thing that he ever did, whichever one that was. And uh, TGRI Assistant 2 uh, did a movie in 2007 called Hot for Teacher, but I am not seeing any uh, Back to the Future The Rides on anyone's IMDb page. Hmm. I don't would that, that would be show on IMDb? Up. Yeah, I don't know I don't if that know. would be on IMDb. I'm not sure. I mean, it's possible. Is there a cast listing for Back to the Future? The Oh, look, The Ride is on IMDb. Oh, okay. Who do you think he was in The Ride? I think he was one of the one of the scientists. Uh, at like a certain point in the pre-ride footage, he's like asking the audience, the "Have you seen right? Biff?" And like Biff is behind him, like going, "Shh, don't you say a word, you, you know, whatever." Like threatening the the ride participants. <laughs> is it maybe <laughs> Leaf? Hang on, I'm gonna send you. I, this is not the same Weebs. actor, but I think this guy looks like he could be confused for. I'm going to send you something on uh, mm. the old Facebook chat there, Scott. Oh, okay. It's just it's and, the uh, science thrilling vibe, podcasting. But uh, yeah, I don't see anything on the on the Turtles IMDb that says who this is. Mm. Um, All right. But uh, I mean, look. He we're, also looks. So he also looks. With Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, he also looks a little bit like the guy who played Rick Moranis's part in the Honey I Shrunk the Kids like TV show. Mm. Oh yeah, he I always thought that like he looked that like Murphy Brown's producer. Sure, Miles. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he's very upset about this. He says we have to take care of this now. I'll go find the professor, and then there's that satisfying crunch he wanted. He rips one oh, of the so dandelions good. off the stock. He murders it. It's so great. This prop is the best. Like, I, I'm almost more impressed by these dandelion props than I am the turtles costumes in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Just so much care was put into this. Can we take a moment and listen to the music underneath these scenes also? Like, it's just this sort of slow, ominous string thing. Um, intermixed with the construction noise, which I kind of like how those two things work together. Uh, but it really does... Yes, thank you, Rachel. Juxtaposed. Um, I love how it sets the tone for the rest of this minute, especially as it's crescendoing and building up uh, to when Freddy finds out what's going on. He sees the scientist run off, and Freddy's like, oh, I'm going to sneak in there and look at that. And all of a sudden, we're like, wait a minute, Freddy, what are you doing? You're just a lowly cable winder. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Freddy might be more. So he runs up there, and he checks things out. And uh, we get a close-up shot of the dandelions, which is really nice. And then this oboe comes in, which sounds really cool. I love a good oboe. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know what movie this music reminds me of here, but it kind of makes me think of Batman Returns, and I'm not sure why. Hmm. Hmm. No thoughts, but I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to trying to remember. Like there was some of the music in the. Um, I want to. I want to say like in the caves like the penguins caves like that there's sort of like that similar sound or feeling there but not having watched that in a while to compare it to i may be just pulling that from my butt but you said that and that's what i think yeah they also the oboe does something really interesting here it kind of goes da 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 which is very similar uh, uh melodic direction to the shredder theme 
and the mm-hmm. foot theme that we hear in movie one. So it kind of implies that not all is as it seems with Freddy. You know, I'm getting a so, little Ghostbusters flavor from that that little uh, that oboe. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, dandelion ectoplasm. What? <laughs> um, so Freddie takes a big whiff. I love the close up. This is like the hero dandelion <laughs> prop. This is the one that has the most pollen in it. Mm. <laughs> there's there's like a yellow reflection off of it onto his face. Yeah, yeah. And he likes uh, butter. I think is what that means. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that, or, that was with a buttercup. Uh, well, you know, same family of. Mm. Just, just, just play along with me. Here. We're just All gonna right, go with fine. it for now. <laughs> and then he says, "The minute ends with half of the famous line." Let's all do it. Ready? Go. Dandelions. Dandelions. I would just like to point out that in the message group, Adam misspelled the word dandelion. <laughs> and dandy lion. Dandy. A lion dandy. Lion. So it sent us on this Google image search of dandy lions. Like, like lions oh. with top hats and monocles. Fancy lions. Foppish, Foppish Victorian lions. Well, Which I like monocles that. and top hats. Um, top hats. If I, if I remember, I will share them Quite in chitty. the Facebook group when this airs. I, He's all like, I, do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> I, I think we can just go ahead and assume at some point in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toy line, there was a character named Dandelion. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one could only If hope. not, we should make that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, like, uh, he plays golf on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Commission Funko and just be like, hey, we need this, we need this limited, limited run bubblehead mm-hmm. of a Dandelion. Yeah. <laughs> his uh, his best friends are uh, the Planners Peanut Guy and yep. uh, the Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just a really aristocratic <laughs> lion. Yeah, or aristocratic <laughs> lion. Stop. This is where uh, we're going to draw the line. <laughs> nope, nope. She's right. It's good. <laughs> um, that one might get us in trouble with Disney, though. Oh. Like the Planners Peanuts people, they don't care, mm. but but Disney cares. Because I mentioned the Aristocats? Yeah, the Aristocats. I don't think Disney would mind just a mention of the Aristocats. Mm. If, if so, we got to tell the Disney Minute guys to maybe chill out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> no, I thought we were talking about like merchandising dandelion. No, I'm just saying he's an Aristocat. Mm-hmm. Because okay. oh, well, okay. anyway, right. it brings us to the end of the minute, and with that, uh, I, I will ask the for joke. any final comments that we have about this one. You any know, final thoughts in, in this in this moment of him like sneaking in immediately after the scientists who just left because he's so sneaky and there's no way they saw him. Uh, he he really looks like he belongs on an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, this, he looks like he looks like he's about to die. I was I was thinking that even the little scientist dudes like walking away from the site like yeah. that that moment in particular was very Buffy esque yeah. yeah yeah well it's it's shot there's something about the way this movie looks that just feels different than the first one and there's it's so much daylight and so much brighter it's it's just so much more like lit in general like you don't get as many shadows everything looks a lot like. I don't know what the film terms are. Adam, you could tell me. Scott, you could say it. But they just like the cinematography or whatever director of photography, whoever does that job. Much brighter. Clearly a different person for this movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. 
And it's not very forgiving to the puppets. No, <laughs> no, no. no. It's, it, this is definitely a, a TV director doing this for sure. It, it but yeah, this is. is, you know what this reminds me of specifically from Buffy is the bit where there's that, that gate that she's not allowed to be in and like somebody leaves and yeah. then she sneaks over and, then she and looks will, and yeah. then jumps over it. Like does <laughs> yeah. the Slayer jump over it? Which was like yeah. the, the first episode, I think. Oh, is that? In, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally yeah. When she's trying to get like. out of school, and right? Snyder's, yeah, or not Snyder Flutie, Flutie, yeah. her, right? Principal Flutie's like, now, now, you need to go off to blah 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 blah. Oh, she's like, yeah, yeah, flip Flutie, Flutie eaten by oh, Xander. Oh, poor Principal Flutie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Adam no, Xander wasn't there. Xander about. wasn't there for that. He ate the pig, but he didn't eat Flutie. Oh yeah, so, that's right. I just have a final <laughs> thought for this minute. I, I, <laughs> okay, Adam. I love, ahead. I love this moment where the the scientist runs away with the flower to go give it to the professor. You can't run away with a flower like that to go give it to somebody and not look like <laughs> you just can't wait to give them a flower. Like, I can't wait to give this to my like, mommy. I'm going to give this to the professor. He loves flowers. <laughs> I got this for you. I'm so Will you thoughtful. go to the dance with me? <laughs> yeah, like he's going to ask mm. him on a date. Um, I picked this dandelion for you. This is for you. And the, whoever he gives it to is like, idiot, it's a dandelion. It's not even a real flower. It's a weed. Yeah. Oh, it's thanks. a freak of nature. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless you're giving, unless you're like four and you give it to your mom and she does that fake, Aww. like. And she like puts it in water. And <laughs> says it's adorable. Yeah, oh, it's on. beautiful. <laughs> and it dies later that day. If, mm-hmm. if When my kid gives us a dandelion, I'm going to be like, that's the cutest thing. Yeah, it's adorable. But, you know, it's still a dandelion. But when it's an adult and it's a giant dandelion, that's hysterical to me. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what's the Celebrity Jeopardy episode? It's with the uh, uh, Norm Macdonald playing Burt Reynolds. It's a big hat. It's funny. It's funny because it's big. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real big dandelion. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps up minute number nineteen. Make sure you go check us out on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, all that stuff. TMNT Minute is usually where you find us. Scott Corelli is going to be talking to you about the uh, Cornetto Trilogy Minute. They're doing Hot Fuzz coming up, right, Scott? Yes, indeed. Indeed we and are. And, uh, and Geek it's going on is, uh, is returning soon, oh. so be on the lookout for that. It's coming back. Woohoo! Which means we're all going to have a lot less free time soon. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything you could ever want. DuelingGenre.com is the place to get it. We have lots of good stuff. And make sure you support our Patreon as well, DuelingGenre.com slash support, for even more cool bonus content and fun things. Uh, I promise we'll put some up there too. For the crew here, I am Scott. They are them. And we will see you guys on Friday for Minute 20. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Dandelion. Cowabunga. (laughs) Dandy bunga. (laughs) Chevy bunga? (laughs) No, stop. Ah. Uh.